0: Hello everyone, this is Rico, and I just sneezed a bunch, so (laughs) I just feel like I'll be nasally. Uh, But it's winter, although today is 50 degrees here, 50 Fahrenheit. Tomorrow's 50 Fahrenheit. We almost hit a record high the other day of like 56 or something. It's crazy. But hey, welcome to the show. It is, um, what are we at, 892? I, I literally just looked at it. I think it's 892. Are we 892. Who out there? No, no, that was last week. Eight ninety three. Sorry. Oh my goodness! Off to a great start. Eight ninety three. It is February twelfth, uh, twenty twenty three, and it's uh, for those who care. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, the big game. Yeah, I which I'm not a football guy. Not really a sports watcher much, but it is the Super Bowl. The ads, the the spectacle, the just the whole excessiveness of it all. <laughs> it's hard to avoid it right so i'll probably have it on a bit later on tonight or whatever but um but that is beside the point we are here although there are some ads that are sort of well we're going to get a new the big thing that i want i'm interested i guess a lot of the ads have already been out but they're going to do a trailer for the flash movie i know that's a Miller guy or whatever he's that's that's his name right he's kind of a weirdo but um and has had definitely some trouble in his real life but but it's a it's a movie. It isn't, you know. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the before we even do the opening credit sequence here. But I'm going to go see it. And uh, by the way, I got my Ant my Ant Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania tickets for. I'm going Friday um, after work. Friday this coming Friday because it comes out on well technically kind of comes out on Thursday here, but really the big opening day is Friday. And besides, I didn't want to go Thursday because that's Star Trek 3 or Star Trek Picard Season 3. Or is it called? It is called Star Trek Picard, right? Isn't it? I don't know. Who cares? All right. This is the weirdest preamble uh, to my show ever, I think. But the topic today is going to be—and I look back. I hate to say this all the time. I feel like i it's broken record, but— I don't know if I did a show specifically about this before, but I I love the old style. They don't do it as much anymore. They still do it sometimes. But I love the old style with television shows of the opening credit sequence, the music, what they would show you, the different types of ways they did it. Uh, I miss that. Uh, And there's reasons why they don't do those as much anymore. A lot of it's time. um, They're trying to save a minute or two of time. But I thought it would be fun that if I played some old ones and just commented and and, and played some things that I really like and, and just for some uh, – I'll tell you more about it on the show. Let's just do that. So that's going to be the main topic, and um, let's roll. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up.
1: Fascinating.
0: Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, here I go. Let's get back on track here and do this more normal. Who is normal? Normal's boring, right? Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for streaming my podcast. If you're doing that, I appreciate it. By the way, I think I mentioned last week, and the, the actual time for this is a specific thing. It'll be more towards the end of March, but I'm going to have some uh, – probably going to have some giveaways for the season one set of um, Strange mm-hmm. New World's. So make sure you tune in towards the last, I think it's the last week or two of March. I should have some, I mean, there'll be a little promo thing then and, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's coming. And, uh, also people who do Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Trucks and Sci-Fi. If you want to support the show, go there a couple dollars a month. Uh, really appreciate it. And thanks to those that do that since we're relatively early in February still. But anyway, um. Yeah. So what's been going on? I'm going to just talk briefly for a few minutes like I typically do about television movies, what I've been watching. Actually, last night I watched a, a rom-com. You know, the the Valentine's is coming up, so that that's that's coming. I watched this new movie. I was going to watch something else, and then I flipped on Netflix, and this new movie with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher I, it was on there, Your Place or Mine. Uh, it was a cute little movie. It wasn't quite what I expected. Uh, they're actually, I don't think I'm giving too much away. Cause I think you sort of know this in the trailer. They're not actually like in a lot of scenes together. Exactly. Uh, they they do a lot of FaceTiming and talking on the phone. I don't know if that's because of COVID situation or what that was about. I mean, they're with other people. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not really quite, I mean, the, it, it's the sort of premise of the movie, uh, they kind of swap where, well, I, am not going to say too much more, but, um, I thought it was fun. It was cute. Uh, even though I like sci-fi fantasy, mostly, uh, you know, a good rom-com, um, um, well, I'll watch it. And I, and I think Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher are really, really fun to watch, especially Reese. I think, I think she's super talented actually. And I really like her on that, um, Apple show, uh, whatever the heck it's called that I've watched. Good morning or (laughs) the morning show, the morning show. That's what it is. Not good morning that I think is coming back for another season. uh, Finally, after forever, it seems like the, the second season. Yeah, it was the second season. They, that show was, was really sort of weird. I mean, they they were one, I think I talked about it at the time. They were one of the rare shows that actually like dealt and talked with, um, dealt with COVID Uh, because they're a new show. So it kind of made sense. And they worked it into the show and the characters and everything like that. You know, most shows just kind of ignored it and kind of basically never even really, it never even came up on on shows. It's like they operated in a weird little bubble. And of course, I mean shows that are, you know, set in the modern time and everything like that. At least the shows that I watch, I should say. And And I do not watch a lot of drama current shows I will watch um I watched The Rookie and they kind of did a, a little bit it slipped in there but um all right that's enough of that the um so what have I been watching uh I started to watch I think I may have mentioned this last week these things maybe not uh I started to finally watch that series The, the Dark I was going to say The Dark but it's just called Dark uh I think it's made out of Russia I think or Eastern Europe of some way. I, I think it's, uh, but um I, I've heard so many things about this over the years. Everybody's like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I just watched that show from the same creative team, I guess, uh called 1899, which I liked. I was kind of sad that it's, it's only getting a, the one season and it's gone now. Uh It could have continued. There was more to, to tell, but I'm still glad I watched it. I thought it was really interesting. But the funny thing about this dark show, there's some actors that overlap the music, the style. There's, and, and I know people who watched, you know, dark and then they watched 1899. They were saying, yeah, you know, boy, this is kind of like the other thing. And now I'm kind of going, I'm going in reverse where I'm going back and watching dark now. And, um, it's, it's okay so far. It's not super grabbing me. Um, the it, it's a bit of a slow burn, but also 1899 was kind of like that too. I'm about on episode four, I think. So um, yeah, and I and there's three seasons of that. So I mean that show must a lot of things must happen if there's three seasons, right? So that's one. Um, I started to watch this Wolf Wolf Pack, I think it's called, with um, Sarah Michelle Geller on what channel is that on? Paramount Plus? Oh, all these stupid streaming services. And I just saw they're going to do an MGM channel, MGM Plus or something. (laughs) It's just like, and there's now Uber Plus, Uber for Eats and driving both or whatever. I don't know. Everything gets a plus. But um, Wolfpack, I've watched, I think, two episodes, I think only. There's only maybe three or something out. It just started, but it's really not that great, honestly. Uh, it's, and I. I'll, speaking of that, I also started to watch the Arc on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, I only watched one episode. I probably will watch at least maybe one more. But man, I, I, I've um, I've tried to be a little more discerning over the last few years. I'm not going to just. There's too much to watch. I'm not going to watch a show that's. But this show is. It's it's pretty low budget. The characters aren't really, honestly, that compelling, and it's kind of the basic premise of it of an arc of people out there being sent into the, out to the, you know, a new planet to to have, you know, to to live. I mean, Lost in Space did that, you know. I mean, it, it, that that storyline has been done a lot of times, and unless you're putting some new twist on it, I I don't know. It's just it's very hard to me get to give me for me to get that invested in that that um anyway especially since we've got Picard coming. We've got a new season of Mandalorian in in the beginning of March. Uh, So, oh, by the way, Vox Machina, 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 or whatever it's called, however you say, Vox Machina. Yeah, Machina. Uh, The um, fantasy animated show on Amazon Prime is really good. And I know I've talked about it before, but they just started up with – I'm about maybe episode four or something on that also. It just started up. It's probably all out already. I don't know. I can't remember if Amazon drops everything. I think they vary a little bit whether they drop all the episodes of a show or they put them out a little at a time. I think some more high, uh, higher-end shows like that Jack Ryan thing I finished up, I, th- I, I maybe that was all released at once. I'm not sure. It's hard to keep track of that because I don't really always keep up. But, uh, that's, that fantasy show is really fun. I call it like more, like a more, um, adult D and D show, like that old D and D cartoon, but kind of, I mean, there's adult language in there just so you guys know, uh, some adult situations and stuff like that. So I would say certainly teenagers, it'd be fine for, um, you know, me, even middle school kids probably, I mean, as long as you're okay with some of the language, but it's a really good show. I really like it a lot. uh, and, um. I've even got some with comics uh, that they're based on. So that's been fun. Uh, what else? Um, I'm f- working my way, almost done with Manifest, uh, the the first 10 episodes of season four, I think it is. Yeah, on Netflix, they're going to get another half, another 10 episodes of that. And that's coming, um, I don't know when that's coming, probably later this year, probably the summer maybe. Um it's been okay. I, I, I think I've said before, I, I, I as, this, as this half of the episodes winds down or up or whatever, I think it's kind of gotten a little bit more intense and more interesting. It kind of started off, the first few episodes kind of took a bit to, to get me into it. I thought they were kind of a bit kind of spinning their wheels a little somewhat. But I like it, uh, and I, I I don't know how it's gonna all end up. I hope it's gonna have a satisfying conclusion. And I'm still um watching, and and this is another light show that's not, it's not blowing me away, but it's fun, and there's not really much like it. Uh, I'm a sucker for treasure kind of clues and mysteries. The National Treasure TV series that basically does not include like the movie people that much nicholas cage has not shown up although riley Poole did uh if you know those national treasure movies he popped up in the most recent episode i watched so not sure how much he's going to be involved maybe it was just a one episode thing uh, because that's kind of where i'm at with the show but um it's fun and, and, and the characters that you know it's like Uh, they're like college age or so. And, and they're, they're the ones running around solving the mystery. So it, you know, they, I'm sure the exec people say, oh, this will appeal to, um, you know, all the, uh, you know, younger people out there and I'm not exactly a younger person, but I like it. So, um, yeah. And then I, on deck, I still got warrior Nun. I want to watch, um, the, um, there's a few movies, and and that, but um, some of these movies are, that I want to watch are really long, uh, and uh, I've I've talked about this recently. I know you know I'm getting to the point where oh maybe I got to watch them in two parts or, but uh, yeah, and, and I'm uh, tempted to pl- start playing this Harry Potter game, Harry Potter Legacy or whatever that everybody's playing. It seems like and, and talking about and yeah, so uh, so that looks fun still of course World of Warcraft is my is my bag, my thing my um, I still play that and uh, I did play it a little bit yesterday even. So yeah, what are you guys watching? what are you enjoying? Um, I'm excited for Ant man. I think we've got um, you know that'll be a good time I I, I think uh, the villain Kang I think I talked about this also last week. I think it'll be fun to see him being introduced in the Marvel MCU. Um, oh, okay. Let's go to one other little quickie thing. And then I'll talk about like these opening credit sequences and play some for you. So one thing I wanted to mention about Picard. uh, So all the early reviews, I guess they, and I talked about, I, you know, I hate to keep saying I, I I've talked about this before, but sometimes I realize people don't listen to every podcast and this is just fresh in my mind. But there's all these posts online and social media and stuff. Everybody's like saw, you know, some people previewed some of the early part of either saw all of season three of Picard or a good part of it. And they're all like going gaga. It's the best Star Trek ever in the last 25 years. And it's, you know, it's so much better. And forget about all those other seasons of Picard and and Strange New Worlds, Discovery, Lower Decks, all the other Trek they've been doing over the last few years. This is Trek. And I, I just get it bugs me a little bit. Because for two things, one, one, you know, do you have to, does everything have to be compared against everything else? Always, do we always have to do that? Can't we just enjoy, you know, hey, that other stuff, I, I enjoyed the first two seasons of Picard. I'm sure I'll enjoy this one probably better just by the fact we've got all these TNG people back and it's going to be fun to see that happen. But it doesn't mean the other stuff was was awful or, or, you know, I know some people really didn't like it that much and that's fine, but not everyone feels like that. So, and, and so, yeah. Uh, I almost kind of wish they just called this Star Trek, you know, next generation reunited or some subtitle or something to it, just because it's going to be a lot different than season one and two. And I, and I have to hand it to them for trying something a little different. I, I like that. Um, I think these days people, they claim they want difference, but then when you give them something different, they kind of don't like it a lot of times. It's really weird, to me, y- you know. Like, no, 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 you guys, Hollywood's out of ideas, and you guys should could do things di- differently. And oh, look, we're bringing back. Uh, and I'm not down on season three of Picard at all, but um, but anyway, hey, I gotta pause here for a second. Hey sorry about that pause one of my uh, my older son uh, gave me a call. He's been trying to uh, play the new Harry Potter, which I just was talking about right and uh, he's got a pretty good computer, pretty good machine, good video card and all that. but I guess it's a PC version of that game it demands a lot of memory. long story short he, he got additional memory and now the game's not working very well at all. He can't even like load into it. He's uninstalling the game and reinstalling it. He went from 16 gigs of memory on his PC to 32, and <laughs> it actually now it's all janky and weird. And uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's really sad when you get excited for a new game and then you pay the money and then you can't play it like that. Yeah. So one of the struggles when you do PC stuff, you, you know, and even consoles can be a little bit weird at first. So. All right. So, what was I talking about? Oh, Picard, I think. Right? Was I talking about that? And and just let's just enjoy it. It's new track. We'll all enjoy it. And uh, man, it's it's gonna be fun. Season three and um, Mandalorian next season. Season also three. Right? It's gonna be fun too. So, all right. Let me take a real uh, break now for just a few minutes. Not a, not a few minutes. More like probably like thirty seconds. And then I'll come back and we'll talk about some of these th- uh, TV theme songs. <laughs> All right. TV credit opening sequences and theme songs. You know, this kind of, when you think about it, movies, you know, over the years, I can think about especially like the James Bond films that had very elaborate uh, opening credit sequences and with with a song, you know, the big new Bond song. So to, to start us off anyway, sorry, I um, had a little itch on my face. I had to scratch. You know what that's like. Uh, the, so I'm probably going to just do this a little bit. We'll, we'll go back in time and do, depending on how old you are, some of these things will be unfamiliar. Some will be familiar, but, and this is just going to be a total random list of, or, or a random range of different opening sequences. Some of them will have some speaking in them. Some of them will just literally be music, uh, but, um the uh so we'll go we'll start like in the in the 60s and i would say up through 60s, 70s 80s 90s you know i would say up through even to about the early 2000s i would say opening credit sequences were pretty pretty regular i mean they you know star trek's always done it right and and the big, the biggie was when the enterprise you know the enterprise series put in a, a kind of a pop song as as their opening sequence which we've talked about a bunch of times right and the anomaly ladies sung for us and and things like that so which i won't play i've been i've been sworn to not play that anymore (laughs) but the uh or i've agreed to let's say the but i would say over the last especially when i think the the thing is when streaming started to happen more and more and cable and tv a lot of tv went more that way, they, they had, they moved to these like very short, brief opening credit things, if at all, some of them are longer. It's still not, you know, it's not all gone. Uh, and you'll even get these on like if you're watching something on Netflix or, or any other streaming service, for the most part, you have a little button there that says skip intro. intro. It's kind of like that game of Thrones, uh, which I've said, that opening sequence with the music and the cool little building of these little areas of, of Westeros and all this, you know, they, I would always play that because it just kind of gets me in the mood for the show. Uh, and I like the music and, and, uh, so, and I know Vartok's talked, you know, lots about all these, a lot of the guys who do all these music for both movies and TV. He's, he's covered some of these guys before, but the, but those sequences just, there's something about them that that just it, it kind of puts me in a good mood because all I have to do is hear the song, or or see the sequence, and if it's a show that I really enjoyed, that that's kind of almost all I need. It's like a little quick, it's like a quick shot of adrenaline or something. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe others. I mean, it's like anything musical, sounds and 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 things that you know hit your senses. I'll give you I'll give you an example and then I'll start playing some of these anytime that I've had like a really bad cold or something like that or even when I had covid uh, you know like a year ago if I'm having trouble sleeping or something I'll put some earbuds in and I'll pop open my iPad and I'll go to YouTube and I'll and I'll literally just watch like four or five or six different little TV opening credit sequences. And it just makes me kind of happy. It kind of relaxes me. Uh, and, and, you know, it's no different than if, you know, somebody puts on some music that they like. It's it's just it's a sort of a brain trigger thing. And uh, I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly. But uh, so with all that said, that's a lot of preamble, maybe more than we need. But that's just how my, you know, how I think about this stuff. Let me play this, um, this opening sequence. This is to a show from the '60s called um, called Search. It was sort of a spy um, type show, somewhat gadgets. And I think I've talked about it before. I don't think I did a podcast about it. Maybe I should do a podcast about this show. But it was very James Bondy, um, and that was a very big. You know, James Bond was. You know, he's always been kind of popular. Uh, for a long, long time. But in the 60s, it was kind of a little bit of a different you know, level. And that was during the Cold War and a lot of that, although they didn't really get into that in this show. I think it only lasted a short, like, half season or something, or 13 episodes, maybe. Maybe it was a whole first season, one season. Anyway, here is just—and this is just music, Um, but I'll play this, and I just like it because it's a very— 60s kind of sound and a very bond kind of theme. And uh, it's just, it's just fun. So listen to this from the TV show Search. right yeah that's uh and there's the show different people in the opening credits for <clears throat> excuse me search the music's by a guy named Dominic Frontier uh it's it's really cool very 60s very um spy kind of sounding and it was basically that kind of a show a lot of gadgetry i would would love them to reboot that show i feel like it's a it's It would be perfect these days especially with computers and technology and everything like that all right let's do one more show from the 60s this is a big favorite of mine i think uh it's been talked about on the on the uh, podcast before i know the guys like meds in the uk and all you guys like this but how about the prisoner yes this this opening sequence is is really great um the music is great and it shows basically what ends up uh, getting the guy put onto um, the island and all that. But anyway, here's, here's the opening sequence and music to uh, The Prisoner.
1: Information. Whose side are you on? That would be telling. We want information. 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 You won't get it. <laughs> by book or by crook. We will. Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. <laughs>
0: yeah. So the prisoner Patrick McGowan, if thats how you say it. McGowan, 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 <laughs> McGowan. Yeah. That show. If you've never watched The Prisoner, uh, watch it. It—it's it, hard to describe it's really nearly impossible i mean the the basic premise of this this spy that resigns for you know reasons that are his he gets put onto this place called the village this little remote island thing and uh yeah it's it's just and he's given a number like you hear in that sequence but again the the opening music the the scenes that they show where he's being taken uh it's it just yeah, it works really well. All right, let us move into the 70s. I won't even give you any preamble on this one. Let me just play this one for you from the 70s, and I'll be right back. It looks
1: good. NASCAR on. Roger. BCS arm switch on. Okay, Victor. Landing rocket arm switch is on. Here comes the throttle. We have, in. We have some range. We're good. Inboard and onboard. They're on. We're coming forward with the side oh, Looks good. Roger. I've got a blowout. Day for three. inches up. can't hold it out to two. Direction number. I'm trying to fly through emergency. Flight call. I can't hold it. She's breaking up. She's breaking... Steve Austin. Astronaut. A man barely alive. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him have the technology we have the capability to make the world's first bionic man Steve Austin will be that man better than he was before better stronger faster
0: So of course the you know the theme song to the six million dollar man, the just um the the music, that music that they use dun, dun 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 dun. It's just uh perfect. Uh it, it was such a great show and you know they did those initial I remember uh, not great memory of, but I can remember seeing the show As a kid, and and it was just like there was nothing else like it. And and for a guy that was a sci-fi fan and and this idea that they could fix somebody like that and make him even better, uh, I think that's still – again, didn't they try to reboot this one? I know they did some TV – they did some TV movies. Oh, they did The Bionic Woman. That's right, which only lasted like – half a season or something. It was like 10 years ago or more, uh, at least, maybe 15 years ago. I think it's on uh, Roku. I think I keep seeing it pop up on Roku, that that Bionic Woman series. Katie Sackhoff had a guest part in that, but um, she should have been the Bionic Woman, but just, just saying. So She's going to be in the season three of Mandalorian a lot, so that's exciting. I like that. I think I need to get a Mandalorian helmet and a Bo-Katan uh, helmet. I to add to the helmet collection. I've been really thinking about that a lot. Um, the Mandalorian ones. I there's a lot of versions of them out there. I want one that's more looks more metal uh, or shiny looking. I mean the the Hasbro ones. I think it's Hasbro that makes them. They're pretty okay, but um, I think I want something a little better for that. But but anyway, that yeah. So six million dollar man. Great show. Great opening sequence. Very. Um, just, just really well puts you in in exactly the right frame of mind. Tells you what you need to know, and uh, which is another thing that some of these sequences do. You know, they kind of set it up for you. The show. All right, here is another seventies theme. This one, I I have a fondness for this show. It was around airing around the same time as Man from Atlantis, which I would play that theme. But I just did a put out a repeat podcast on that, so we won't do that one for this this time. But there was another show um, called Logan's Run, which was kind of based on the movie and books that they did at the time. Different actors, but I love that Logan's Run world. Uh, The weapon is one of the coolest weapons around. (laughs) I'm still jealous of Brian. If you're listening, Brian, jealous of the, you know, the one of these guys, you know, the prop replica that actually shoots a real flame out of it. Uh, I love that thing. So I uh, kick myself still every day for – I had a chance to get one of those at one point in time, and I didn't. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a lesson for you. Always do it if – you if especially – I think at the time I didn't realize it was going to be people who – there's a couple of guys out there in the prop-making world that work – a guy named Rilo that was doing those, and he doesn't really do them anymore. Although I'm hearing that Richard Coyle might might do a new, new run of them. But anyway, without any further ado, I think this show was in like 77 – Uh, the guy, um, here, here's another little tidbit for this one. The opening, uh, sequence here, the music is by a guy from Detroit, uh, native, uh, Detroit native Lawrence Rosenthal. I think he did quite a bit of, uh, film and television music. And, um, so did he do that animated Lord of the Rings? Was that his, no, I got to check that while I'm playing this for you. It seems like his name is familiar. Did he do that? Um, But here is um, the opening uh, to the TV series version of Logan's Run. All right, I hope you like that um, opening to uh, the Logan's Run TV series. Oh, and the Leonard or the Rosenthal did not do, it was, uh, let's see, for the Lord of the Rings animated uh, movie, it was Leonard Rosenman who did the music uh, for that, uh, which I, I always liked that animated. So Lawrence Rosenthal for, for the Logan's Run thing, he also worked on Young Indiana Jones. Uh, and it was uh, again Leonard Rosenman, uh, so yeah, kind of similar names. Anyway, let us move on to the '80s. I would love to play more '70s music themes: Buck Rogers, and, and of course, Man from Atlantis, and and uh, y- you know, the Bionic Woman, and and just Wonder Woman, and and just. 70s had a lot of great fun shows like that. But all right, now let's get into the 80s. And here's one of my favorite series from that era, um, uh, starring a guy named uh, Angus. So listen to this. That's uh, of course from the classic series MacGyver uh, and uh, Angus MacGyver, yeah, right. Uh, and it's um, yeah, it's just great. It, it's an amazing piece of music. I, I like the little sequences they show of his little getting out of scrapes and, and 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 little situations with his gadgetry and never using guns and just I liked it because the guy was uses his brain and science and and that kind of thing. It's just uh, yeah, it's a great show. I, I could never watch the new one. I, I tried. I watched a few episodes of it, and it just, no. It's just, no, no. <laughs> this is uh, Richard Dean Anderson as MacGyver was perfect, uh, and he was great in Stargate as well, too. But um, all right, let's do another classic 80s. Uh, and I really probably got to, maybe I'll only be able to do one from the next few se- uh, decades. But here is, I got to play this one. Airwolf. Airwolf, of course great show and a great opening sequence music and you see airwolf in action uh yeah so listen to this Uh, there you go with Airwolf, uh, Jan Michael Vinson as Stringfellow Hawk, uh, Dominic Santini, uh, uh, Ernest Borgnine. I mean, just a fun show. There was a comment on the in the YouTube thing that I played for you there that, that was about, I, I feel bad for kids who didn't grow up with Airwolf. Uh, so yeah. All right. So um, then let's get into the 90s, uh, two, two series that really jump in my mind for the, that kind of... <laughs> feel very 90s are Xena and Hercules. Uh, Both of those I watched. They were fun. Uh, And, of course, the effects and and things were a bit goofy at times. But, uh, yeah, I I have a big fondness for these shows. And so let's play the – both of them were good. Both themes were good. But let's play the Xena one. Uh, I don't know if I like Xena more than Hercules. Maybe a tad – I don't know. Lucy Lawless just seemed perfect for the part. And, uh, so, uh, let's, let's play this one for you. Uh, as we work our way through these themes, here is Xena, Warrior Princess. In time of
1: ancient gods, warlords and kings, a man in turmoil cried out for a hero. A mighty princess forged in the heat of battle. The power, the passion, the danger. Her courage will change the world.
0: All right, so Xena, Warrior Princess. Uh, I just ran across to somebody who did a uh, edit on on YouTube. Search for um, he did both Hercules and the Xena shows with the same opening credit music, uh, but he also he swapped in the Rings of Power people Hallbrand for Hercules and, and Galadriel for uh, for Zena. It it works pretty well, <laughs> and it's kind of cool to see the modern. Shows with the modern effects and all that with those opening credits. So check that out on YouTube if you if you like those shows and in the music. All right, let us sort of semi segue. This is a show that was late '90s and early 2000. Uh, I I really love this show. Uh, they did a reboot. I tried to watch it, couldn't do it. Um, I'm talking about Roswell. Uh, this was it was sort of almost a perfect kind of idea. You know, when when I think about it for a show now were basically teenage kids, uh, some of them were aliens. And you know, as a teenage, you know, everybody's been a teenager once, right? If you've if you're older or or whatever, but you always feel like a little bit of an alien, right? And and just uh I thought it was a great show, great cast, great music, and and I love the opening uh theme song. I think this is I put on my Vimeo V-I-M-E-O.com forward slash Trexy Treky Treky sorry T R E K-K-I-E. That's my uh, spot there on on Vimeo where I put up my music videos and vidcasts. Check that out if you haven't, uh, or if you have, check it out again. But I I did put up, I put up a few, uh, I've been kind of doing some HD versions, like enhancing some videos. I put up a nice version of Roswell's theme there, uh, along with some other shows, uh, older shows that I like, Remington Steel, Baba Black Sheep or Black Sheep Squadron. Uh, Anyway, there's a Roswell Season 3 theme, and that's what I'm going to play for you right now. All right, Roswell. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I still have a lot of fond memories of that show. The weird thing about that show is some of the final episodes I was having trouble getting. I remember one distinctly. We had had a power outage here, and I, I had to record it, uh, and I basically got a generator going, and, and I'm trying to record this episode. Oh, good times. All right, this one, everyone knows this theme song, right? Everyone who's listening, so I don't even need to do any any intro for it uh, a, a great theme a great series and uh well listen to this
1: take my love take my land take me where I cannot stand I don't care I'm still free you can't take the sky from me take me out to the black tell them I ain't coming back turn the land the sky from me, there's no place I can be since I found serenity. But you can't take the sky from me.
0: All right, there was, of course, Firefly. Joss Whedon show that we all love, even though Joss Whedon not so loved anymore, unfortunately. But um, <clears throat> it's funny with looking at these themes and stuff on uh, YouTube. They always put things up, uh, you know. Hey, watch this. There's a one called Falcon, a Firefly parody intro for Star Wars. I don't think it's really a parody, actually, but uh, he slips in Star Wars characters and and clips for for Firefly, calling it Falcon. And, uh, although truthfully the uh, Firefly was the class of the ship, right? It was called Serenity, but, um, but anyway, uh, so I guess calling this YT, YT three 100 or whatever, 1300, isn't that the Falcons class? So, uh, all right, a weird, weird nerd talk there, some, some deep, weird nerd talk, uh, but, uh, Yeah, always good. And you know what? I'm getting to later decades. I'm having it harder. I mean, there's a lot of good shows, but the credit sequences and stuff like I've been talking about, they don't stick out in my mind as much. Uh, And maybe that's just memory and nostalgia a little bit. Uh, But uh, let's let's play. um, Let's play another one here from more recent times. Yeah, of course, uh, you know, that that was a great song or is a great song. Remy Zero, I think, is the ones, Uh Smallville's opening, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Smallville's opening sequence. Always really solid, you know, just, just it's always fun. Gets you very much in the mood. Uh, let us, I figured a good tag on top of that would be, let's play, you know, CW did all these superhero shows over the last decade, you know, Smallville stopped, and then we got Arrow and, and Flash, and we also got Supergirl. So here's an opening. Most of those shows, they did fairly short abbreviated themes. Um, like Flash currently just has this sort of sequence of images with a little bit of music pretty quick, but at least it's something. Anyway, here's Supergirl, which this is one of the themes, actually, that tells a little bit of a tale you know, with a monologue kind of going in the background with some music and and scenes showing. So uh, check this out or listen to this. When I was a child, my planet Krypton was dying. I was sent to Earth to protect my cousin. But my pod got knocked off course. And by the time I got here, my cousin had already grown up and become Superman. And so I hid my powers until recently when an accident forced me to reveal myself to the world. To most people, I'm an assistant at CatCo Worldwide Media.
1: But in secret, I work with my adoptive sister for the DEO to protect my city from alien life and anyone else that means to cause it harm. I am Supergirl.
0: Yeah, that one kind of ends kind of abruptly. <laughs> so, But um, I, I figured let's wrap this up now, I think. There's a bunch more I could play. Again, this is just a total random popping into my head uh, of ones that I like. There are bunches and bunches of others, especially the older shows, uh, but I, I we should play at least one Star Trek one of, of current Trek. I mean, I've loved all the music that they've done in Trek. I've loved all the opening credit sequences, but Strange New Worlds, just has really appealed to me uh, the show the season you know season one the characters the actors the the whole the whole the whole nine yards on it and uh and i love the opening sequence so let us finish with this one uh season one's opening sequence uh credits uh whatever you call it theme song slash credit opening intro for star trek strange new worlds
1: space
0: All right, there you go with Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I'm excited. Uh, I'm really hoping after Picard uh, Season 3 that we'll get Strange New Worlds over the summer, late late spring, maybe summer. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. And like I said, they're going to be releasing the first season on uh, DVD Blu-ray soon. I'll have some giveaways for that. And, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I, I, I love music. Of course, like who doesn't love music? It seems silly to even say. Um, but, um, the, uh, uh, there's one comment here. I was going to read on this YouTube where they had the strange new worlds. So this person says, I consider myself extremely lucky to be living in a time where something like strange new worlds happened as a direct result of the fans. It has yet to disappoint. Seriously. Awesome. And that's pretty much sums me, my, excuse me, my, my feelings up on the show. And I kn- I know it's amazing. I still I hear, and I and I talked to a couple of these guys down in uh, Ohio at that uh, Galaxy Con, uh, you know, Altman and 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 just uh, these these Trek experts, Trek experts or whatever, but who just don't like Strange New Worlds. <laughs> I'm like, I-, I don't understand you guys at all. I re- I really don't understand that aspect. This is this is Star Trek to me, and, and I love the show. Um, I'm gonna love, I'm sure, season three of Picard, but. There, there's something about the pike you know uh, era and and just i don't know i think the chemistry between the cast is really solid even discovery even for all its faults i've i've never really felt like they've gelled that much as a as a crew in, a, in the chemistry and i think they're doing a much better job with strange new worlds um it, you know anyway i didn't want to turn this into a trek strange new worlds <laughs> cast but uh, it was about TV openings and theme songs I zipped through a lot of them uh, or zipped through decades pretty quickly didn't play it, it probably didn't play quite as many as I maybe thought I would but I've talked about a lot of these shows individually before too and played clips and 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 music from them most of just about uh, just about most of them I played I think I've talked about before with a couple of exceptions and it makes me want to do a do a show on uh, on a couple of the series that I haven't really, touched on that much uh but uh you know after 800 plus podcasts actually we're we're getting really close to 900 what about two months away from that this was 893 right today uh, yeah not very long i'm trying to figure out when that's gonna let's see two months let's see mid mid-april or so i guess yeah we'll have to do a big big uh, video cast for that so uh all right. Anyway, uh, folks, next week, uh, Mark's going to be here with a guest cast, uh, and that's going to be – I think he's going to cover another um, of the 60s-era twi- – uh, I was going to say Twilight Zone, be- just because Twilight Zone has been on my mind lately. I uh, i read this really good comic uh, that was sort of a Rod Serling story, but in comic form. It's called The Twilight Man. Search on Amazon. You'll find it. It was about – I think it only cost like 20 bucks paperback really good i really liked it a lot uh, i zipped through it in a couple of nights of reading and uh, if you like the twilight zone and want to learn a little bit more about rod serling and his past and they did it in a graphic novel form uh sort of a quick biography of them a little bit but really really well done the twilight man um but anyway mark will be here next week with an outer limits episode uh which was also another very cool series from that time frame And um, I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another new show for you. And I think the plan then probably will be to talk about a little bit of the first couple of episodes of Picard, uh, which I should be able to watch or or talk about at least the first couple at that point. So enjoy it. It's coming out this Thursday in the U.S. Um, Other countries may vary. Uh, So check your local whatever. You'll figure it out. Uh, And, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening as always. Again, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash Treks fi You can always email me, treksf at gmail.com, and that's it. Um, enjoy your week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the ads, the previews, the trailers, all that stuff, And or, or I hope you did enjoy it because probably by the time most of you listen to this, the Super Bowl will be over. And what I'm hearing, even though I don't know anything about football, is the Eagles are uh, kind of the favorite. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe it's better to bet on the other guy because you get better odds. I keep looking at I'm not a big gambler anymore. Never really was. But um, I was asking my sons what they, their suggestions were for maybe one of those electronic betting services, maybe put five bucks down or something just for the fun of it. So, all right, I'm out. Uh, talk to you guys all again very soon. Bye. <laughs>